Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an outstanding woman who is a leader in her field. Now, these amazing women are experts and role models for creating positive relationships, building successful careers, and helping you discover your own leadership talents and how to follow your passion and your purpose. You know, I've chosen 19 of the best experts from these interviews to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and any business section of your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought yours yet, or if you know a woman who wants to engage her feminine leadership skills, this is the book for her. This week, I'm pleased to introduce you to another amazing leader and role model. Her name is Martha Friend Berkson. Now, Martha is a Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and works with dozens of social profit and for-profit organizations. Her specialization is evaluating and helping her clients understand their strengths and capabilities and how they mesh together with these corporate teams, including the CEOs. Now, her work is game-changing, and these teams are invigorated, and the results have been achieved at at the highest, the very highest level. She is receiving glowing testimonials from clients and is consistently invited back to continue to work with teams on a quarterly basis for evaluation to create new strategic directions for the overall performance of the companies. Now, I'm very pleased to welcome Marsha Friend Brooks into Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Marsha, so glad you're here this morning. Well, Marsha, thank you. Uh, I wanted to get this recording started because we were already talking about some great stuff. So welcome to Conversation with Smart, Amazing Women. Thank you. So great to be a part of this. Marsha and I know each other. We've, we met actually probably about a year or so ago, and uh, she is absolutely delightful. And, and I'm so excited to see that you've started this new business. And uh, you were talking about how uplifting it is to talk about building on people's strengths. Oh, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go figure. Oh, my right. God, people's strengths. What amazing talents and abilities. Many people that I meet, unfortunately, are, are not quite as positive as they could be. Right. Well, you know, the other thing is because people want you to improve on your weaknesses. And it's really hard to go against a grain that's unnatural to you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, what, what we say is, well, wait, you know, Don Clifton, who created this tool to help you identify your strengths, is, you know, what would happen when we think about what's right with people rather than fixating what's wrong with them. Because when you leverage from your strengths, you're three times happier in life and you're six times more engaged in your job. And those are accurate statistics from the Gallup polling people. I love that. I love that idea. Let's Let's talk about your strengths and your capabilities and your talents. But how did you get into the how did you become the person you are today to even begin this company and and you I know you've been in other life experiences and other work work areas so what brought you to this point Well you know I think a transition in your life always you know helps you kind of take a step out right and and right. um I was in business with my ex-husband and I was getting divorced and the marriage went and the business went and I I had to take a look at myself and say, uh, what now and what yeah. next? Yeah. And take a hard look at 
my skill set and say, well, how am I going to leverage my skill set um, and really understand where I want to be, what I want to do by leveraging my strengths? So I have a coach because I believe everybody could use a coach. Coaches are encouraging and they they help help activate you to move forward. And she said to me, have you ever done um, an assessment called Clifton Strength Finder, which which helps you identify your top five strengths? So Uh I had done it for the next maybe three, four months. I was doing some strategic planning for some organizations, and I kept looking at my own strengths and realizing what I was so comfortable doing and what I was shying away from doing, what I was pushing to the plate. And uh-huh. I said, there's something here. I yeah. need to know more about this. Yeah. So I went and I took some workshops and I became certified in this tool. And I realized that when you understand your strengths, you right. start with a great sense of self-empowerment. Sure. Because like I said, you're, you're soaring from where you're naturally. And because your strengths, they describe you, they influence your choices, they explain how you filter the world. They also help you understand that you're good at some things and maybe not so great at others. And that becomes validating because you're, you, you think, well, wait a second. It's okay. I'll just outsource this because yeah. – this is what I do well at. And I feel great empowering, understanding this is my voice. This is where I come from. Absolutely. You know, I've looked at some numbers. You know, they say that probably 50% of the population, and we're talking about United States, are not happy in their job. And it's interesting that we go to school, we go to college, and we get on a path. We get on a career path or whatever you want to call it, that path that we here's – here's what we're supposed to do. And then I think so many people get so caught up in their path that they, they lose that whole concept of who they are, what they really like to do, and what they really, really want to do, and end up doing things that they really don't like. And as you said, probably aren't very good at either. Uh, yeah, where's the happiness factor and number when you when you look at those kinds of uh, situations? And and I believe you know, I mean, if 50% of the population are not happy, they're in these corporations, these companies, and just think how I mean, you're already doing that, but just just conceive of the idea of, of that turning that 50% into people that are actually doing things they truly truly are passionate about. Well, you know, um, you're absolutely right, and it's the difference between being satisfied. And engaged because 18, actually 18% of the United States workforce is actively engaged in their job. That means they go to work every day and they feel great about what they're doing and they're soaring. 52% are just engaged, which means they're not disgruntled. They just go punch in and punch out. You know, the phone rings at 501, Uh uh-uh, not answering it, out the door. And if you think, well, wait a second, how do I move over? Because that's to be, you know, just be satisfied, to be engaged, to feel so fulfilled every day I walk into work. And people, you know, being in that environment, you know, when I um, start doing strengths in in organizations and companies, it becomes contagious, the happiness, and and people um, feeling good about where their secret sauce is. And how they can leverage theirs and have somebody else help support them. 
Oh, I love I, I love the whole concept. I mean, I think it's I mean the, the concept is <laughs> it's so simple, and and it's 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 almost a, uh, almost embarrassing or a shame that we don't use this concept in the first place when we when we think about where we're going to work. You know, the the millennials. This is a, a group of people uh, that you know I, I've been doing some research and I've been well, of course, I've been talking to millennials too because of the women empowerment, but this group is the most educated, the most uh, more sophisticated group of, of men and women, but they truly know what they want. These are, I mean, I think this is the other thing that's happening is that we're seeing these truly talented, uh, very, very accomplished individuals, men and women, who, who really have a chance, I mean, they have a choice. They get to choose where they go to work. They get to choose where they spend their time. They get to choose, as you say, where they're engaged and where they're, where they're positioned. And, and what they're saying is that, you know, they want to be around like-minded people. They want to be around people that are, that are in the same situation. And one of the things they want to do is make the, make the world a better place. Right. They want a sense of purpose. They don't want yeah. just a job. They want a right. sense of purpose. They want a sense of purpose, but they also want to make the world a better place. And I, and I think there's a lot to be learned from that. Um, you know, w- women don't toot their horns. They're not very, very good about talking about their talents and their abilities and what they're good at. I think men are much better at that. Do you, do you find that's some, uh, something that you have a chance? I mean, when you go into these companies and these corporations, um, it, that's something that, again, getting women to talk about what they're good at. You know, you know, you, you say, to Nan, say to me, Nancy, what are you good at? And I go, well, um, you know, and I think that's hard for some people. I mean, right. You know, the, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the other thing about women is that a lot of their strengths lie in building relationships. Yeah. And absolutely. a lot of that, you know, oh, my goodness, I'm not strategic or I don't, you know, I, I look at a spreadsheet with numbers and that's not my thing. And they get intimidated because what they're really, they excel at as a relationship part of understanding the people in the room and how they need to um, position things. And they feel that that's a less valued asset when actually it's truly one of the most important because it's the invisible glue that holds things together. Because what happens when things fall apart? They ask the relationship people to go put it back together. So I can't tell you how many times I walk in and I do people's assessment and I talk to these women and we talk about how strong they are in relationship building. And when we then get in a room and speak with the men, they, they realize, wow, I need to use you for this because I, I do need to get people on the same page and I just don't do it the right way. And yeah. they all of a sudden feel valued in the organization. I have seen it so many times and it is, it is so exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I can, I can imagine that. You know, I go out and speak to groups as well, but we're, I'm talking more about leading with the feminine. And this is something that, you know, I mean, you're glad to, to take any of this with you, but leading with the feminine is something kind of new in our, in our society because I don't know about you, but when I was working in a large healthcare system, I wore a suit and I wore a tie and I looked like a guy, you know, and so... Mm-hmm. I think what's happening now is that women, and you're, you're, again, pointing this out, that when we, we as women show up as women and we look at our strengths and we look at our abilities and we look at our talents, that 
when we truly take that true essence of being feminine, it is about developing relationships. It is about being able to see the big picture, and but yet at the same time see the details as far as the che- putting together a strategic plan. But again, it's that collaborative, uh, that team building aspect that women tend to have, along with the problem solving skills that we've always had and we've always been expected to use. Exactly, exactly, and. The the other aspect is that women then maybe just focus on some of those relationship building when they also, I help them see all these other pieces that they bring in to the organization. And, um, and then along with, you know, in these sessions that I do with, um, with a whole team is they start to establish this element of trust together because they're becoming honest and you know this the way I put these sessions together is everybody has to kind of peel off a layer of themselves and they realize how they can best use each other you know and they become tolerant and they become more productive and more collaborative help me with this can you help me with that? And it and then it stops the silos, you know, yeah. because it's not a, us against them. It's all of it's a collaboration of us working together and appreciating each other's talents and strengths. Yeah, well, you bring up a, an important point, which is uh, women, of course, are not very good at this, and men, you know, of course, um, you know, probably look at it a little differently also. But asking for help. You know, asking mm-hmm. for help is a is a big bugaboo for most women. I mean, in their personal lives, <clears throat> and, and maybe more so, uh, even in their professional lives. Because you know, for women, I think especially, it it, it seems like if you're asking for help, that that shows some kind of uh, being insufficient or not capable or not you know don't having the power right. power too, which is. You know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to show my vulnerability, and I guess that's the other thing about women now is that we're we're allowing ourselves to be more vulnerable, which is basically again asking for help, not only giving help, but also asking for help. And I think that's a that's a key to a definitely a good team is as you said, the trust factor is huge, but also just saying, you know, I mean, you have to trust someone if you ask them for help. You have to truly trust them. Right, but, but, you know, when I go into these groups, it's everybody breaking down a little bit of themselves. Yeah. So the men in the team even say, you know what, I, need, I could use your support in helping me um, get my team together or help, help me understand how to motivate some of these people. And I had a situation in an organization where these men were just, they were, very, um, they were almost intimidating. And they were losing employees. People were leaving the organization. And it was because they didn't know, you know, they they didn't have really, they were looking at one factor and and they weren't doing the interpersonal skills, which are so important. When it happened that one of the women on the team, that they definitely didn't have this, you know, she's a relationship person. And when, when I did this session, they realized how much they needed her because they were losing people right and left. And the beauty about this story is that it allowed her to also go into them 
for and to get the support she needed from them because right. she needed their expertise, but they also needed her. And when they both realized they needed each other and how we could leverage our strengths together for the greater good of the organization, not for my greater good, but the greater good of the organization, right, right. then you're right. going to make strides. And that's the whole thing. When you start getting your ego out of it and you realize, oh, wait, wait, we're all in this together. If yeah. the company's successful, the organization raises money, we're doing what we, what we set out as our mission, that, that becomes a whole then – you're, then you're on the path together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, this is all makes perfectly good sense. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You know, and, of course, Women Connect for Good, the foundation that I have, it's very, very simple. And this is, of course, the most important ingredient for all of us human beings because basically I feel, I mean, I believe we are all connected. But, again, that connection makes it very special and that creates the support. So for me, Women Connect Connect for Good is about women supporting other women, which historically has not always occurred in our society. What's your viewpoint there? You know, I think that that is really interesting, Um, but – I think that we have a sisterhood, and I think that it is more and more. I think maybe a few, maybe years ago, maybe when I was more, you know, going in the corporate world and I was in that, it was, you know, like you said, I'm not going to use my feminine side. I'm going to be that man, and, and I'm not going to relate to the women because I want to fit into their role. And I think women are now comfortable. Um, I think there are a lot of been some great trailblazing, you know, that has have helped us. I think we've got a long ways to go, but, you know, certainly your organization is helping on the path of trailblazing. You know what? Us getting out there and going, this is a sisterhood. We need to be there for each other and support each other. No, I I agree. There's been a lot of trailblazing that has occurred, but again, I think there is also uh, a misunderstanding or not an awareness of, of, again, the, the things that do still need to occur occur Mm -hmm. and and I think that's the important thing that when you go and do your training and you do your analysis and you do your um, you know your evaluation it's just even supporting and saying that that whole concept is that women will in fact support one another here that is the key Mm -hmm. ingredient not only men supporting women and women supporting men but women definitely supporting each other and and I think that's uh, you know, because, I mean, I speak to groups of women all the time, and it's interesting when you say to a group of uh, women in business and say, this is a very simple concept, but it's women supporting women. And you, and you see women nodding their heads, you know. You'll see <laughs> at nodding, which is basically saying, yes, we need to do that. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's something that uh, uh, still needs to, you know, when you're stirring the pot, you keep going, yes. But we still need to do this. We still need to do this. That's right. <laughs> those ingredients in there and stirring the pot. So, so yeah, absolutely. Well, some of the or, now, some of the organizations that you've worked with, Susan B. Coleman, Inheriting Wisdom, and the Jewish Family Service. Um, you know, what what did you find in Susan B. Coleman? Because again, this has been strategically and, and historically, uh, uh, I call them, by the way, social profit organizations. I don't call them not for profit. I think it's. Mm-hmm. A negative turn. So I call I would call Susan B, Susan G. Coleman a social profit organization. So uh, what did, what did you find there that was one of the ingredients that that truly helped the team to come together? Well, I I think this gets back to the sisterhood because this is about 
women taking care of women who yeah. are um, less fortunate. And we change the mortality rate of breast cancer by early detection. And that becomes an education message to those that are under, don't understand and who have never really understood how to be proactive in their own life. And those are people in communities at risk. You know, when you think about those women, there a lot of them have two jobs to support their kids, and it's all about taking care of everybody else, and they forget to take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and getting mammograms and being proactive in their health. So this is such a beautiful example of this sisterhood, of this organization that says, hey, we need to take care of these women and help them be able to understand how important it is for them to be proactive in their life. And that's, you know, what we do in going in communities at risk and having, show, telling them about the mammograms and what they need to do in order to be preventative of their yeah. health. So. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that's something that's so important in corporations is that they sometimes lose sight. I know, I know so many, I mean, I, I work for a large uh, health care system that was uh, run by the Sisters of Mercy. And so the mission was always, out, you know, the mission was written on the walls, the, you know, the, the passion, the purpose was written on the walls, but I still don't think people were reading it. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes, uh-huh. people, sometimes people forget, why are we in the business that we're in? You know, what is it we're producing? What are we a part of that's actually, you know, going to make us feel good that we're producing? And, uh, of course, Susan G. Coleman, it is, it is important. It's about helping women and their families that have been affected by breast cancer. I mean, it's very, very simple. And, and of course, you know, that sisterhood is very, very important. But in a lot of corporations, they do lose sight of the really important stuff that they're doing for the world. You know, how is this company making the world a place, a better place? I think that's when people can really feel good is when they, they really stop and say, <clears throat> every day you come to work, here's what you're doing. Here's what you're accomplishing by working together as a team. So what are some of the other companies that you've worked with that kind of, I mean, again, isn't that, isn't that the whole issue is really saying, we come together each and every day as a team to do blah, 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 whatever that might be. Nonprofits, you know, way different because there is a, a, a mission of, of helping the greater good. But, you know, you're right when you get into corporate. So I, I, I do a lot of work for this one company that actually does travel, corporate travel, business travel. And they have changed, you know, and helping them change this mindset of when people travel, they feel great. They are excited. They're, you know, they, yeah. they and, yeah. and it switched. The, the switch changed from them realizing that they're making people um, have this great experience and how fulfilling is that for them that every day they walk away, even though it's a for-profit. So I think you're right. But the other thing about what I do is even if, let's say, you're in an organization that just does widgets or whatever, and yeah. the fact that you're, let's say, helping other women in your organization elevate from where their strengths are, having them feel good internally that they're accomplishing, feeling good about themselves. Because, you know, like when you talk about these millennials where they just don't want a job, they want a purpose, they don't want to be just satisfied, they want to be engaged. When you have a feeling of self, self-worth in whatever organization that you're in and you contribute to having everybody else have that same self-worth and feel great about the sense of self, uh-huh. 
that's exciting. That's a, it, it's it's great to see when that happens. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are, what are some of the things that these uh, these people, these individuals that you've worked with, say? What's the best part about what you're doing? It validates who they are. I was doing this retreat once for a group of millennials, and I started to talk about when you have a particular strength called individualization, which means you look at the unique, um, you understand the uniqueness of each person and you approach them differently based on how you know that they need to be approached. Yeah. And, and this one girl had it and she starts crying in this session. And I stopped the session. I look at her, I go, what's, what's going on? She goes, this explains why I was so unhappy my last six months in my job. My boss gave me a script and said, this is how you talk to this person, and this is what you say, and you don't deviate from the script, yeah, and this is yeah. what you say. And, and it, was so, it, was, it was so precise, and this, it went against this girl, and she couldn't understand why. She liked the company, but she didn't understand why she couldn't. This just went against who she was, and she was unhappy, and she was uncomfortable. And when I explained this to her, and she understood this about herself, what she really did was not say, I'm going to get a new job. She went to her boss and was an advocate then for herself and saying, this is what I need, and I yeah. want to stay here, but this is how I need to handle this particular job. I'd like to write these different, you know, be able to respond. So can I write different explanations and I can determine how I need to position it versus, you know, with uh, whoever calls me. And she became an advocate for herself. And yeah. I love when I see that. Yeah. So, so again, what people end up doing is once you once they do real, realize what their strengths and their talents and their abilities, then they're able to make uh, choices and decisions. And and also, as you say, I think the most important thing is advocate advocate for themselves. Which again, isn't that what it's all about? Is saying being able yes. to say something. This is what I'm good at. And I mean, there's so many. I mean, I know. I mean, personally, I know what I'm good at. I mean, I'm speaking about myself, but I also know what I'm not good at. And so, my my goal in life is always to find those people that really like doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't I don't mince any words about it. I don't want to do that. You know, I'm not good at it, and I don't want to do that. But I mean, unfortunately, there are so many people in this world that think they're supposed to be good at everything. You know, especially if that's right. If that's in their job right. description, instead of saying, you know what, I don't, I'm not good at this, and you know what, and I don't think I'm going to get good at this, so why should I do it? Why don't you do it? Because you're much better at it. And I think isn't that the the beauty of what you're doing is that people actually then get to be not only they not only trust, but they get to be honest with one another about what works and what doesn't work. Right. Exactly. And you know, we all can. You know, when I was going through this, you know self-searching of myself and understanding my strength by understanding in this deeper way by, you know, utilizing my coach and this particular tool is it gave me a deeper framework. Like I knew that I have a very, I have ease in conversation with people. I'm a people person. But what I didn't understand is why when I walk into a crowded room, do I scan the room and look for somebody I know? as opposed yeah. to walking in this room and can make a conversation. That little nuance and understanding that made me feel okay that when I walked into that room and I was a little uneasy, that's just who I am. And when I go to that one person and I can, you know, that I know and I, and I start to get comfortable, I'm fine after that. 
Yeah. And understanding those little nuances, and that's what I help people understand. Because when you understand those little things about yourself, that was just one example, it, um, it you know, it's understood of that strength that you have, it just puts things in perspective and sure. makes you self-aware. And it sure. gives you that check. You know, I always say after, I, I want my my um, clients and people I talk to at the end of the day to get in their car and say, what did I leverage today? Or yeah. sometimes we take our strengths into a dark place. You know, why did I have anxiety? Why was I upset with that? Why did I get testy with this with this person? And when you take a step back and take a look at yourself and your strengths, you can a lot of times realize that um, what caused you to, to tip the, the balance that brought you off balance, you know, tip the scale that brought you off balance. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> thinking, of, I'm thinking of a word, though, uh, that really kind of rings true as you're speaking, though. It's, it's called, it's the word is confidence. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's the key for most people is to be confident in who they are and, and what they're doing, you know. And, and, again, as you said, and it's okay to question. It's okay to question certain things about yourself and, and to uh, – we're all a work in progress. I, I think that's the – Right. <laughs> yes, none, none yes. Of are, none of us are finished products. I mean, at least I don't know of anyone that I've ever seen that is a finished product. Maybe, you know, they're not on, they're not in this earth. They're not in this one. <laughs> so anyway. Confidence and, and trusting yourself, I think, is the key to being successful in so many, many different ways in your personal life and in your professional life. Well, well Marsha, mm-hmm. I really, what you're doing sounds so um, rewarding for you and for the people that you are serving. And so I, I, your business is probably going to, I mean, it's not probably, it's, already, it's going to flourish because, again, why not take a, a business and help people to find what they're good at? And what their talents right. are. I mean, what what a happy what a happy job you have. What a nice job. I love it. I <laughs> I do. It's so you know, and when uh, it's reward, it's so fueling to me to yeah. have it. And it's sometimes people get intimidated. Like, are you going to tell me what's wrong with me? I said, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. tell you what's great about yourself, so you right. can own it and move forward from this great place. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's true. I mean, it's a, it's so reversed. You know, I'm going to give you a test, and we're going to see what yeah. you're about. And you're, everybody's like, oh, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've been a psychologist forever. And, you know, the first people, thing people would walk into the into the room and say to me, uh, you're going to tell me what's wrong with me, and you're going to tell me I'm crazy. And I go, no, not going to do yeah. it. You know, I mean, it truly yeah. really is. We, it's that whole, that whole concept, is the glass half full or is it half empty? And I think right. that's what you're doing is changing that concept, and I, I really appreciate that, and I'm really excited for you. And, and uh, thank you. Uh, I, I wish uh, more people today could look at their glass and say it's half, it's half full, it's, instead of half empty. So I mean, I think that's what we have to do is we have to wake up and realize that we've all got these one amazing talents and abilities, and 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 all the opportunities are out there but you know it's also again something very important people forget about it's all about choices it's about making right. choices but good choices that also empower ourselves so um again congratulations where do they find more about you what you're doing what's coming up and what you'd like people to know thank you for this opportunity to to talk about what i love to do every day and feel great about and my website is um marsha m a r S H A 
Berkson, B-E-R-K-S-O-N.com, and read about what I'm doing and about my strengths. That I, I put myself out there to tell you about what I, how I leverage my best self every day. And, um, and then there's a contact information and um, be happy to have a, a call with somebody just to explain them the process and then um, have them get excited and say, oh, yeah, I'm in. Let me understand myself in this whole different way from leveraging my best self every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you say responsibility, and that's a big, big word. I value honesty and loyalty. I'm hardwired to do exactly what I said I will do. And I, and I think that's such a wonderful quality in our society that we need more of is that we, again, surround us, surround ourselves with people just like you, Marcia. So thank you so much for what you're doing. You're just going to make the better world every day with uh, these companies uh, and also these individuals who will wake up tomorrow. Uh, well, hopefully the ones you've worked with are waking up today and tomorrow and the next day saying, geez, I love my job. I love what I do. So, I love myself. I love myself. <laughs> I, I, I love myself exactly the way I am. So That's right. Exactly. Thank you. And, and best wishes in all things. And I know I'll see you again. So uh, I'll look okay, forward to great. All right. Okay. Thank Have you very day. much. 